We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Freshly back from Barclays Center, Brooklyn to Tribeca. Keith McPherson on the fan till 2 a.m. The Nets can't beat the Celtics. Let's talk about anything else but that. It was lit in there, though. It was fun. I mean, it was packed. It was cool until I left and uh, heard fans booing Ben Simmons. <laughs> heard Celtics fans getting let's go Celtics chants together in there that's tough uh we can talk about the knicks we can talk about the mets we can talk about the yankees we'll probably spend most of tonight talking about woody johnson and the jets and of course the new york football giants as we're getting another day closer to that matchup with minnesota in the first round on sunday now, Nets fans, uh, I know there's probably Nets fans listening, coming fresh off of Capper and Carino. Shout out to those guys, Brooklyn Nets Radio. So I'll start there. I went to the game. I haven't been to a game in a while. Holidays hit. Obviously, it was a little toxic in the beginning. I was at opening night. I think I went to one game during the seven-game homestand, and then I took a little break. I feel like I took like two months off from going to the arena. And I was excited about the prospects of tonight because – Jalen Brown scored 41 points yesterday in Boston as the Celtics defeated the Pelicans. They rested him tonight. Marcus Smart didn't play last night or Monday. They activated him tonight, but they sat Al Horford. So I'm thinking, okay, first game without KD, maybe the Nets have a chance. Who is going to rise? On my Talking Nets podcast, we said it had to be Joe Harris or T.J. Warren. I was not expecting Ben Simmons to be a scorer or be one of the players to rise as far as filling up the scoreboard with points since they're going to be lacking 25, 30 points from KD. Uh, Jacques Vaughn just hit the postgame, and he talked about, you know, the Nets put up, I think, 34 threes, but, man, were they lacking those mid-range in-the-paint shots. That's what KD provides, and he's actually having a historic year shooting from the mid-range. So it's interesting. This is a test. That was the first little test. And 
I just saw Evan Roberts, who I did see at the game, but I just saw Evan Roberts put out on Twitter, that's nine in a row for the Celtics against the Nets. Two this year, four in the playoffs last year. You can do the math and go back. They own the Brooklyn Nets. And even though in the standings it's Celtics one, Nets two, there's a pretty good gap there. I don't know if they beat the Celtics tonight even with Kevin Durant. They're just a good team. They had six guys in double digits. Peyton Pritchard off the bench was one point away from making that seven. And the Nets had a starter, played 26 minutes, and have zero points. The Nets have Kyrie Irving, who's supposed to be all-world, who's supposed to be the guy that you expect to carry. You can't expect Kyrie to carry. Not the greatest game for Kyrie. And a a lot of Nets fans were expecting a 40-point performance in KD's first absence. This is going to take a little while. They got to adjust to not having KD. This is a different team from last year. It's deja vu from last year. KD gets hurt every year. And now the Nets have to survive without him. Let's see. The Celtics aren't a good measuring stick for how they're going to play during this stretch. That's the best team that they're going to play during this stretch. The Celtics are 31-12. and 12. But they did a good job in the beginning of the game. They played defense. They, they held Tatum. Tatum didn't have double-digit points till like the end of the first half. There were some positives. Joe, Joe Harris starting. I mean, Joey Buckets, what did he go from three? Four of seven from three. He had 18 points. I'll take it. I mentioned T.J. Warren. He had 20. T.J. Warren is a bucket. Professional scorer. He knocked down two threes. He shot 50% from the field. Need a little more out of Utah. Saw Utah airball corner three, and I think he's got the highest percentage um, in the NBA from the corner shooting the three. Seth Curry hit some shots, helped a little bit, but I think the Nets got to go ahead and free Camp Thomas. The young man usually is on the bench looking like he wants to play so bad, and they got to figure out where to get the scoring from, and they got to play defense down the stretch. I mean, late in the game, I ended up dipping out of there. I had to go. I had to go, I had to go, I had to go. Obviously, I had to get back here to host, and I wasn't going to chance it. I've played that game before, but uh, the Celtics went on a 10-2 run, and that was their largest lead at the time. I think it was 8, and then our lead went up to like 11, and I had to dip out. But (laughs) I'm listening to Chris Carino and Tim Castro, and you can hear the fans booing Ben Simmons in the background because the guy is timid. He just will not take a shot it's it's remarkable it's actually kind of crazy to watch you know I understand there are some fans defending Ben Simmons oh this loss isn't all on Ben Simmons of course not and there's fans that look at the box score and say oh his plus minus is plus minus don't be fooled by the plus minus yeah he he sets picks and he gets rebounds and he gets assists he was on his way to a uh, zero-point triple-double. He had 13 assists, nine rebounds. Zero points, though. He only attempted three shots. And they're the, they're the type of shot attempts that they, they just don't look like an NBA player's shot attempts. And he's scared. He's timid. He's matched up against uh, Luke Cornette. And he doesn't have anything in his bag to get to the, the hoop and score. It's remarkable to watch because I told a few people in there, that I was in there on Martin Luther King Day in 2019 and watched Ben Simmons go off for a 34-point triple-double. He bullied Jared Allen, had his way in the paint, had everything going. He's not that same player anymore. The Nets ended up trading for him, and they're being patient with him. But at the halfway point, this guy is a shell of himself still. 
And I don't know if he'll, he'll ever reclaim his all-star form. So trade deadline approaches. I think the Nets will make some moves. Uh, tough week for the Nets, Jets, Mets, Eds fans. Mets fans, how you feeling now? I, I knew after a couple days we would get on from, you know, CC, Minnesota, you know, that guy. Now I think the conversation has shifted to who are they going to sign? They're still looking at free agents over the age of 30 to add to Scherzer and Verlander and, you know, the rest of these old guys that they have. But Andrew McCutcheon, age 36, is out there. Adam Duvall, age 34, out there. Trey Mancini, age 30, out there, I guess. Veteran bats. Add one of those guys to the clubhouse. I'm sure they'll be good. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the Jets, too. It's still Michael LaFleur and this offensive coordinator situation because, in my opinion, you have to pair the next quarterback with the offensive coordinator or you have to hire an offensive coordinator, then go get the quarterback that he likes, and it has to. they have to be in unison. It has to be like a package deal. You can't do what you did uh, the first time around and have a rookie and a rookie. and No, now you go for experience and experience. You need an experienced offensive coordinator, an experienced quarterback, and Jets fans are... Choosing between Derek Carr, who signed off today with a nice little letter. <laughs> He's out of there. No coming back. I saw the Raiders are going to either trade him or release him. So since they made that clear, no one's going to trade with them. They're just going to wait for him to be dropped. Okay. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I heard a lot of talk about on this station. I know fans don't believe in him, but he makes perfect sense with his connection to the Niners, Rob Sala, and those guys. I know he doesn't stay healthy, but maybe something different will happen here. Lamar Jackson... Uh, Baker Mayfield, I don't know, whoever you guys got, call me up, we'll talk through it. And I think as we talk through these things, we need to try to, like, look forward, right? And when I say look forward, we need to actually think, like, okay, is this guy going to work with this guy? And is this offense that he ran, like, is Nathaniel uh, Nathaniel Hackett's offense going to work with, uh, I don't know, Baker Mayfield or whoever it is? But I think the real conversation today was around Woody Johnson. Woody Johnson spoke to a few media members, and he had a few quotes out there. You know, uh, Our team is loaded and ready to go. Our defense was an unbelievable story you saw this year. From last place to close to the top in defense in terms of every measurable. If you can do the same thing on offense, it looks pretty good, right? You know, He talked about being willing to spend on a quarterback and how long it's been since the Super Bowl and... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, for the Jets fans, I feel for you because it just seems like a mess. It seems like inside that building there's different voices in different directions. They couldn't even fire a guy right. Couldn't even just say, yeah, we're firing uh, Mike LaFleur, our offensive coordinator. You know why. It was, oh, he's he's getting interest from other teams, so we're mutually parting ways. There ain't nobody out there checking for Mike LaFleur. He'll find a job, but he's not in high demand. I promise you that. We all watched. The Rangers, big win for the Rangers tonight. Keandre Miller stays hot. Him and Adam Fox lead the Rangers to a 2-1 win in overtime against the Stars. Rangers fans, if you're feeling yourselves, I understand. 24 saves for Igor. Uh, The Rangers knock off the Stars, and I think the Stars beat the Islanders uh, a couple days ago. Rangers fans, call in and express yourselves. Tell me how you feel. Yankees fans, I know. Who's going to play left field? I asked that to Matt Blake today. <laughs> Matt Blake was on BXB with Sweeney Murdy and I. Checked that out. New podcast out. Yankees baseball. Bronx baseball. Only team that plays in the Bronx. And I said, uh, this is a question that Yankees fans ask too much. 
Matt Blake says, you know, that's that's not my job to answer that question. I'll leave that up to Boone. But he said Aaron Hicks and Oswaldo Cabrera are guys on this roster that could do a good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. Other than that, video of Odell Beckham Jr. has surfaced. What video? Video of Odell Beckham Jr. being removed from his flight Thanksgiving weekend, if you remember that. Watch it if you haven't seen it. Just search Odell. You don't even have to put OBJ or just search Odell, and it'll come up. And Odell spoke on it. I actually spoke to him on Twitter. He replied to my question. I I just asked him, what did Buddy say to you to get cooked like that? He started roasting this guy on a plane. He was going at this big fat dude on a plane that just, uh, I could tell, it smelled like the the dude disrespected him. And uh, I think what they did to Odell was wrong. But, you know, I've been on plenty of flights. I understand how it goes. And, you know, he... He was coming. It was a Sunday. He was coming out of the club. He just wanted to get in his first-class spot, his little cubicle area, and pass out, and they wouldn't allow it. You know, uh, when you're famous, they mess with you. Uh, when you're when you're black and famous, they definitely mess with you. And Odell Beckham Jr., everybody on that flight knew that was him, and uh, they made a scene. Think what you want about it. Say what you want about Odell. They were wrong. American Airlines or whoever that is. Giants talk before playoffs. I mean, the Vikings O-line is a little hurt. But I just think there's so much momentum. And maybe it's because we're here in New York. Uh, maybe because all the talk and focus is on the Giants. People planning what they're going to do, where they're going to watch the games and stuff. And uh, now you're getting quotes from the players. Guys met with the media. But there's just a lot of hype. And I don't know. I honestly think it's going to be, and I've said this before. I said this the whole week. I think it's Greg Joseph versus Graham Gano. It's indoors. Uh, I, I think it's going to turn into a kicking game. Obviously, they'll score some touchdowns, or we expect them to score some touchdowns, but I just think it's going to come down to uh, who can get the points from their kicker and who has the ball last to kick that winning field goal. The Knicks are off tonight, but it's been reported that uh, Bradley Beal is out with a left hamstring strain for tomorrow's game against the Knicks. So we'll see what happens uh, in that one, but the Knicks are rolling. They've won five out of their last six. I mean, even though they tried to give it away, they didn't give it all away. RJ is back. Obi Toppin is back. Uh, IQ off the bench. Julius Randle and obviously all-star Jalen Brunson. If he's not an all-star, I don't know what's up with the voting. Um, That kid is playing out of his mind, playing like an all-star. Knicks fans, I know it's tough to really believe, but you do have a solid team that should be in the playoffs. And as I'm going through my notes, man, there's a few other things that we can hit, but uh, we should take this break right here, get some calls in. Uh, Keith McPherson's Late Night Sports Desk. I got a bunch of things that we can talk about, but I'd like to hear from you. 877-337-6666. We're getting ready for Super Wild Card Weekend NFL Playoffs. Uh, We're coming off a Nets loss. Uh, Celtics win. They dominated the Nets. Knicks will be back on the floor tomorrow. Uh, The Rangers just had a big win. And uh, there's plenty to talk about, folks. Indulge me. Call me up. Let's have these conversations Once again, you know the number to dial, 877-337-6666. I'm going to take this break, get some water, and we'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. KM till 2 a.m. 
I think I like the five-hour shows to be called KM to AM. I think that's like a catchy name, but KM22 AM. Like, I don't even like saying tutu. Doesn't roll off the tongue the same. That's why I kind of just started saying Keith McPherson's late-night sports desk. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Keith McPherson on the fan. I like to talk sports. So let's do that. Um, a couple more things from the NFL. This story, I feel like, kind of got buried under DeMar Hamlin because... Obviously, DeMar Hamlin's story was a wild story that we've never seen, and it, it dominated all news headlines. But uh, Peyton Hillis, Peyton Hillis last week saved his kids from drowning. And in doing that, he ended up, you know, swallowing some water, some salt water, some sand, and he ended up being in the hospital. But he was just, you know, in the hospital around the same time as DeMar Hamlin. I feel like it. It was covered, but it wasn't really spoken on as much. And obviously, he's not an active player, and you know the whole world didn't see it. But um, he's on the road to recovery now, too. God is good. After the accident, um, you know he was in critical condition, and he stayed at the ICU for an extended period of time. But he's good now. Um, he's off his ventilator and doing better, and and should be out. And uh, you know, scary news or scary story there as well. But good news to come out of that. And also, we talked about this as soon as it happened, but they found a neutral site. I thought it was going to be SoFi. I thought it was going to be Allegiant. You know, maybe they go to L.A. Or, or Vegas. No, the neutral site of the AFC Championship game will be, if it's played between Buffalo and Kansas City, will be held in Atlanta. I've been down there. It's, it's a nice stadium. It's a nice place. They have a nice little tailgate vibe set outside. Um, really like a corporate-sponsored tailgate, not pull up with your own beers. Um, but when you go inside the stadium, the beer and food in there is super affordable. So I guess that's a good spot. And at least Arthur Blank was down. I think some of the other places passed, like Detroit and Indy. So, uh, yeah, that's what um, they landed on for the AFC Championship. It's not going to be an outdoor venue, no. It's not going to be cold weather like it would be in Buffalo or Kansas City. And that's fine, right? Um, I, I know people are saying it should be played, but it's not. You know, these are circumstances that were, you know, unforeseen. And they're doing the best that they can, and that game will now be in Atlanta. And uh, I expect Bill's Mafia to have already booked their flights. Um, but obviously they got to win and get there. I'm excited for the playoffs. I have no picks yet. I got to, like, really sit down and look at it. But uh, I would like to talk to you guys about it. Obviously Giants fans, and uh, we'll talk about the whole NFL. And the schedule for next week is out. I wasn't sure if I'd be on before or after. I'll be on after. Monday night, Cowboys, Bucks, <sighs> just added another level of stress. Because if the Cowboys lose that game and I got to come in here and talk about it, that's not going to be fun. So they better win the game. Shout out to Evan. Evan's been saying, oh, they're going to blow them out. And, and they should. They should. Because if they get in a close game with Tom Brady, they're going to lose that game. So they should blow them out. The Buccaneers haven't been able to score more than 24 points. So Cowboys should be trying to put 40 on them. Go beat them 40 to 20. And uh, keep it moving, but not too confident. Not too confident. All right, let's get to the phones. Let's see what people are talking about. Let's go to Andrew in Huntington on the fan. What's up, Andrew? Hey, Cam. What's going on, man? First time caller. Uh, you know, I've been listening ever since you got started. Uh, I work late nights during the week. Always listen to you on the way home. Keep up the good work, man. I appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate um, it. Of course, man. Uh, I wanted to talk Yankees with you. Um, I'm hearing that, you know, obviously the Pirates want a lot. And I'm talking a lot for Brian Reynolds. Uh, I want to get your take. You know, what 
if you had to guess, you know, take your, your best educated guess, who do you think is going to start in left field uh, opening day for the Yanks? I don't think we know yet, and I think that's okay. You know, I think they're going to still work on that. I don't think it's Brian Reynolds, and I, I haven't been on Brian Reynolds because, like, when Brian Reynolds, when did he become uh, an all-star, uh, you know, perennial all-star, superstar in this league? He's a good player, but to give up uh, two of Volpe, Peraza, or Jason Dominguez, like, that's where they started. The, the Pittsburgh Pirates said they wanted three top prospects, and they're only taking teams' top prospects. And other executives across the league, I just saw John Heyman came out uh, with a, a story I got to read. He says this uh, executive complains about the asking price on Reynolds. Like, he's staying in Pittsburgh. Uh, who's going to be the left fielder for the New York Yankees on opening day? It can't be Aaron Hicks. It could be Oswaldo Cabrera. And I'm not saying it should be Oswaldo Cabrera, but I'm saying that he could win the job. I think what the Yankees are going to do is sign guys, to this minor league contract like they have been, um, you know, Calhoun, and I've, I've listed these guys, Billy McKinney and uh, Rafael Ortega, some of these guys that you barely know, and they're going to come into camp and compete for it, and maybe the young man, Oswaldo Cabrera, uh, edges them out. Obviously, what he did last year, and if he is right there neck and neck with them, he'll be the guy to start, but, like, fret not, Yankees fans. That doesn't mean he's the guy all year. That doesn't mean he's going to stay there, and that doesn't mean that they can't make moves they will probably try and do what they did the last two years and get a left fielder at the deadline. It's going to be deja vu again. It's, you know, Joey Gallo, Ben Intendi, whoever the top available left fielder is at the deadline, Cashman will go get him. But, you know, I think people are making more out of left field than they need to. They're, they're acting like it's such a, a huge hole for this team. And, yeah, uh, for for if you know, if you're looking at them as a World Series team, sure, they're incomplete. They're not a World Series team without a legit starter in left field that can hit and play the position. But I'm just not so worried as everyone else. There's no rush, in my opinion. I think there's time. No, 100%. 100%. Again, thanks for the call, man. Keep up the good work. And uh, listen, that uh, that trolling with the Mets uh, with Correa yesterday, that that was next level, man. I I could appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome, man. Somebody got to do it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because I was talking to Evan, too. Evan's Evan's talking about... um, you know, me trolling Mets fans, it's it's part of the game. <laughs> it's part of the Twitter game more than a radio game. But it's by design, right? And I don't care to keep talking about Carlos Correa. He's not here. He's not going to be in New York. He's not going to be a Met. But the first thing I said was, uh, yeah, okay, don't let it not happen. Obviously, they swooped in, and it didn't happen with San Francisco. Um, and for me, you know, I understand the position I'm in. I'm a Yankees fan on the fan. The fan has been dominated by Mets fans on the calls and behind the boards and on the microphone. There's not that many Yankees fans. Shout out to C-Mac for holding it down and Craig for pretending. (laughs) But uh, I'm a Yankees fan, and you know that. So, uh, of course, I'm going to troll online because that's the culture online. And then I'm going to check your temperature on the radio a little bit because it can't just be this backpedaling. It can't just be this, oh, yeah, you know, damaged goods. Uh, yeah, we didn't want them anyway. On to the next. No, you celebrated them. And me personally, I'm the guy now, right? If you want me to be the bad guy, I'll be the bad guy. I'm the guy. I wake up on the morning of Aaron Judge's press conference where he's going to be named captain, and my phone is flooded at 745 with these random, like, anonymous Mets fans on Twitter 
that feel the need to tell me about Carlos Correa as if I wanted Carlos Correa. I don't like the guy. I never wanted him on the Yankees. I didn't feel any type of way. I was like, great, 2023 champs is the missing piece, all of that. But don't let it not happen. And what happened? It didn't happen. So we had our fun. And it lasted a day or two or now three, and uh, it doesn't really matter anymore. Let's keep it rolling. Still talking, Yanks. Let's go to Alex on Long Island. What's up, Alex? What you got? Hey, what's going on, man? Um, kind of want to touch on the same thing that uh, Andrew just said. Just wanted your thoughts on the whole uh, Brian Reynolds debacle. Honestly, I think we prospect hard too much, but even this, way too much give up for a guy like Reynolds. I think he's a great player, but not uh, not worth giving up to Mingus and Volpe or anyone else in that caliber. Um, also, just want to say I've been following you for years on Twitter throughout your days when you said you were selling insurance to John Boy and everything. I just want to say I support everything you do. You crush it every day on the radio. I listen to you every day now. And uh, you're, you're just an inspiration to everyone. Honestly, bro. Appreciate so it, man. You, um, you guys don't have to be nice to me. I mean, <laughs> I appreciate the compliments and stuff. But, like, uh, you know, I, I think there are Yankees fans and other people trying to balance it out because they see me getting hated on online. But Twitter's not real, you know? Like, <laughs> That stuff's not real. No, absolutely, you're right. You know, people, those people that hate online, they don't, they don't approach me. They don't even call the show. So, uh, thank you for that. I, I know who I am. I know what I'm doing, and I'm putting in the work. And and I've been grinding my entire life to get here. So, I'm definitely not stopping now. But yeah, with, with Reynolds, if the Dodgers want to give up their top prospects for him, let them do that. I don't think anyone's going to do that. He's still got, I think, two or three years of control. And and the Pirates had no intentions of trading him. They just wanted to shortchange him. His his uh, agent wanted, uh, I think, like $50 million more or something like that. And when they didn't get it, they were like, all right, then, you know, we're going to try and force a trade. But he's not in a position to force a trade out of there. And the Yankees are not in a position to give up uh, their top prospects to get him. There's no way you give up top prospects for a Brian Reynolds when you passed on so many other guys, like a Luis Castillo at the deadline. And I'm sure there's other guys. They, they, they should have went all in for Juan Soto if they were going to give up, a you know, two top prospects. But... I just think Yankees fans have to be patient. We are now less than, I think we're at like 30 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting. So it's going to happen fast. Uh, I also tell people, remember last year when we had the first press conference with Aaron Boone and they asked Boone, who's going to be the shortstop? And he said, Gio Urshela. It doesn't matter what they're saying now or what the options are now. Opening day is a ways away. I I think they're going to make moves. And I'm sitting back relaxed. Ready for it to happen. Cashman's going to do something. He he is not going to run Aaron Hicks back out there in left field. Aaron Hicks will get booed on opening day. 100%, man. And, you know, if we're running back Aaron Hicks or if they announce Fred Gardner, then we'll lose our mind. Other than that, Cabrera, anyone else? We're around opening day. You know, we got trade deadline at some point. We'll, we'll figure it out. No. Yeah, I don't care if they put Estevan Florio out there just for opening day. I'd rather see him than Hicks. That big back. Thanks for the call, Alex. So Brian Hoke reported earlier today, pitchers and catchers participating in the World Baseball Classic will report to their respective MLB camps by February 13th. In an hour, it is January 13th. We're a month away from pitchers and catchers reporting. Just chill. Take it easy. Like, you guys got to relax. Like, just give it time. It doesn't. The team does not have to be done today. And it's not done. But the Yankees did... Retain Aaron Judge. They didn't mess that up. He's not in San Francisco. And they gave us Carlos Rodon. Like, they actually went and got Carlos Rodon. We're going to have a ton of fun watching this guy pitch. 
The Yankees have the best rotation in baseball. Right now, they have a spot to fill in left field. But you know what I'd rather Yankees fans call up about? Like, how do we get rid of Josh Donaldson? Who do we trade him to? Maybe they just DFA Aaron Hicks. I'd be fine with that, too. <laughs> like, it, the, the, the answer does not have to be um, solved today. Like, you're, you, don't, you don't need to, the equation doesn't need to be solved. You don't need to find the answer today. Um, also, position players participating in the WBC will, will report by February 16th. The Yankees' first pitcher and catcher's workout is February 16th. First full squad practice is February 20th. It will be here that fast. And we got to take this break real fast. Call me up, 877-337-6666, BRB. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.